from Quite the Thing Media. Hi everybody, my name is Jack Sean, this is Quite an Interview from Quite the Thing Media, the podcast where I ask questions about a topic that have maybe never been asked before and I get the guest to pick my topic today. I've got a stand-up comedian, a musician, a pop icon and the self-proclaimed <laughs> Prime Minister of Poundland, uh, Alex Camp. How you doing, mate? <laughs> I'm great, man. I'm very good, Jack. How are you doing? Yeah, I am. I am good. You know, just... Um, been having a good time speaking to lots of different people. The, this was arranged through Matchmaker as well. I better give them a shout out because I get I get that for free as well. So Matchmaker.fm. It's quite a handy little tool, mate. Have you been using it? First, you're the first thing? bite. You're the first bite. I, I put myself on there and then I was like, just forgot about it. You know, as you do these things, you know, I, I must be a member or, or have a profile on about a thousand websites for various things. This was just one of them. And then you got in contact. I'm like, all right, this, this thing is this is something I can do this, you know, so hopefully uh, it will happen. I like doing random podcasts. So I've done quite a few. So uh, you're not my first, bro. Yeah, cool, man. Do you want to tell the listeners a lot about yourself then? Um like yeah, man. pop icon, musician, blah, blah, blah. So let everybody know what you're all about. What am I all about? That's a great question. Well, I'm a comedian, a stand-up comedian. Uh, I've been doing music my whole life, been doing comedy for a few years and music my whole life. And uh, I kind of bring those two together now. Um, since the pandemic's happened, I've got um, a load of stuff on my socials, uh, songs, stand-up comedy, that kind of thing. So... Uh, obviously, if you're listening to this, check that out. I can't, I'm trying to get my eyes in the right place here. But um, yeah, I, I perform here in Manchester around the Northwest, which is where I'm based now. Uh, I lived in Tokyo for a while. That's where I got started doing comedy. And uh, yeah, that's uh, that's kind of my thing, really. I, I, I like to just sing and make stupid songs about weird, unusual things that you wouldn't necessarily uh, hear about and then do some more standard stand-up comedy. Yeah, cool, man. I think you're on the right podcast if you want to speak about sort of stuff that probably a lot of people have never spoke about. You know, when it comes to SEO, I don't know if you're particularly into that, like a bit of a HTML monkey. Nobody's asking these questions, so nobody's going to Google this and find it. So I suppose that's a little bit of a kick in the balls. But, but if they do Google it, yeah. if they do Google it, it might be the only hit that they get. And, and that is what it's all about. You know, this is the thing. This is the, you got to take that gamble. That's One it, in a million. It. Yes. A Google whack, it used to be called. A Google whack. Yeah. I don't think that's even possible now, is it? I, I, I don't know. Yeah. It was Dave is Gorman that used thing? to do. Yeah. 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 No, it's great that. I love Dave Gorman. It was brilliant. He doesn't get enough credit. Like all those like brilliant hour long shows that like uh, he, when he found his, all the Dave Gormans. Yes, yes. One of them was a uh, a goalkeeper for Arbroath football. Yeah, team, yeah. He went up to. He was in Scotland a bit. It was a Scottish name, and he was there quite a yeah. lot. Yeah, it's great. I read the book. It was absolutely brilliant. Doesn't yeah, get enough credit nowadays. No, it sort of pioneered the whole laptop comedy type thing. You know, sitting there with his his little clicker going through his. It's not a spreadsheet. Would you call it? Slideshow. PowerPoint. PowerPoint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, lots of time for Dave Gorman. He was on Taskmaster as well, which is a programme that I quite enjoy. I ask guests to pick topics. You kind of picked a couple. Um, the first one was a little bit sort of, well, a little bit shit crazy, and one is a little bit more common. So we'll we'll go with the wacky one first. Astrology. Why would why would you pick that? Well, it popped off from uh, you know from a joke that I heard a while back, and I and I realised that we're in the this particular season uh, in astrology. Now, I, I I don't do astrology, but. I find that it's it's really hard to avoid it now. My girlfriend, girlfriend's always into it. Every girl I've been with for the last couple of years <laughs> has been into it, and they just drag you in. You know, they, without I, I don't I don't want to to do to be part of it, but they just drag you in, and I find myself knowing more and more about it. And uh, my my current girlfriend, she she's very into it, and uh, that just kind of put it in my mind. I suppose this one joke that I heard that. Like my girlfriend right now is right into it. My previous girlfriend was right into it as well. And even though it's nonsense, when you if you if you read a paper, like a lot of people don't read print media anymore. But if you are skipping through a paper and you get to the astrology, but you read your sign, like, oh, and that's it. Yeah, you can't not. <laughs> you can't not just drill down into that one sign that is yours, and then. Like avoid the rest, so it does kind of. It's got this. It's got a pull because it's ego. You you want to know about yourself, so you you get pulled in exactly in the paper, and it's one of those things where I remember in the paper in the nineties. I can't try to remember the name of the guy. There was one guy called Russell something. Russell, what's his name? I can't, yeah, I know who you're like, speaking about. Yeah. Fat face guy, and he 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 looked like a bit like Peter Kay, and and he was always there, kind of looking very smug with himself. And my parents, but I've got to apologise for this. They got the Daily Mail, and the guy was called Jonathan Kaner. I remember he looked like me, but bald, uh, and he very smug as well. And and what you could you read your paragraph, and if you if you were a sucker you call up the number and you pay like 25p a minute to hear the full thing you know uh it was a money grab yeah that russell russell grant russell grant that's it i got confused because you got all these russell comedians kane brand all these russells that came along afterwards but yeah russell that's it russell yeah, grant. you could phone up for like it was probably more expensive than that even then it was maybe 50 pence a minute to phone up and get fed without putting too fine a point on it, Alex, absolute bullshit, you know. Uh, it's like the, is it Myers Rig that you get and Myers Brig, the personality oh, test that you get in business, tests. which is absolute nonsense. It's been proven to be nonsense because it was just, I think it was a mother and a daughter made it up sitting in their house, just made it up one day. They just and, made it up. And completely, 100%, just made it up and managed to sell it and market it as this personality test that would be good for businesses. And I'm sure there are massive businesses out there, maybe even Fortune 500, so that you will do that. And I work in a college and you get these learning days um, during the summer when it's quiet, when there's no students in. And every single year, there will be a Myers-Briggs specialist. Comes along, you go, you fill out a questionnaire and you get given your personality on a bit of paper at the end of it. That's just astrology for business, surely. Absolute nonsense. 
Yeah, anything where you have to fill in a questionnaire of uh, uh, any uh, anything like that, it never leads to anything good, does it? It, it leads to essentially being uh, segregated into a group or being put into some sort of treatment or having your money taken <laughs> from you. That's one of those things is going to happen if you fill in a questionnaire or a form, uh, I feel. Uh, that may be painting with broad strokes there, but it's 100% true. Uh, you did mention a joke there. Do you remember it? Do you want to tell us it? Yeah, it was a story? silly. It was a silly little thing by a comedian who uh, nobody has heard of. I, I, I assume not. Um, her name was Avery something. I can't remember her surname still. Um, she came to Tokyo when I was doing a show, and she came and did the show. Had no idea what she was going to be like. It was just a very simple, easy joke, but it was. Um, she opened with it. She said, "Hi, I'm Avery. I'm a Cancer. My star sign is Aquarius." which i always liked uh it it just stuck in my mind because you know i'm like i i still think it's weird that there's a star sign called cancer these days you've got to change the name of that shortly i i, I can't i can't be living with that uh, and i like the idea that she's just a cancer you know you know yeah. in everyone's life <laughs> like i mentioned my ex-girlfriend was really quite into star signs and eventually we were arguing and arguing about it for ages and it tore us apart Really? Yes. Tore us apart. Oh, oh fuck. <laughs> you I was an absolute me, Pisces about it after it, man. I really oh, was. Man. Oh, fuck, sorry. <laughs> That's, That's when you know a point is terrible when people are sitting there going, I actually tore you apart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I thought, shit, Matt. Because I can imagine that happening yeah. to me. That's the thing. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. But I never remember Taurus. Taurus I know, is the easiest one to remember. Taurus is the bull. I never even remember it exists. I couldn't uh, tell you 12 of them in a row. You know, it's one of those things. I couldn't tell you all of them. No, I think I would have four or five on hand. Mine, my girlfriend's, my ex-girlfriend's, and that is about it. Um, Cancer is obviously the one that sort of sticks out like a sore thumb. What do you think everybody knows about astrology? Everybody knows. Apart yeah. from, what does everybody know about astrology? Everybody knows deep down that it's not true. But everybody also knows that there's something about it. Because it's been around for such a long time. Why won't it go away? There's something, everybody knows deep down that they want some sort of meaning. They want to be able to look at this picture and go, that's a pretty uh, version of an animal with some stars in it. That's me. I, I, everybody wants their life to be that simple, right? Everybody, even the even the cynics and the critics, right? But everybody deep down also knows that it's probably not it's probably not true, and it's probably not going to help them. That's very philosophical uh, answer, I think. Right. Okay, Tim. Maybe get a little bit deeper then. Like, do you think it does actually help some people? Then they read their star sign one day, they're feeling bad, and it says today. You're going to see a red bus outside. It, there will be clouds and things will be good. And people go, right, okay, I'm going to have a good day now. Rather than maybe feeling a bit glummy and thinking, oh, no, I'm ha I've got a black cloud over me here. I'll see that bus and it'll be great. You know what? I don't think it is that. I think it is, uh, and I'm going to, again, paint with broad strokes here, it's football for women. Now, <laughs> right, okay. And I'll explain myself here. Now, like I was, I was saying to you before we started the recording, I, I, I'm not into football. So 
it's always been hard for me to uh, to to go to a party or meet a new uh, a new gentleman, right? And and, uh, and he said he look at me as if like just get re- ask me something about football, and I'm like, I'm sorry, mate. You know, I'm really sorry. And 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 he just kind of gets dejected. <laughs> and there's even if even if we can forge some sort of relationship after that, there's always that moment of just. And I never understood it. And like I said, I got into uh, to, to other sports, into basketball, and now I'm like, okay, I get it now because there's a story, and I want to talk to someone about the story that's going on. And we don't know what's going to happen. It's like it's like a soap opera. It's like something like that. It it is a way to bond with people. With star signs, it's like that, but it's done in that very feminine way, where you go to somebody. What star sign are you? Yeah, I knew it. I knew it. And that thing is, that's why, because I'm a, a Libra and you're a Taurus, that's why we get on so well. That's why we're clicking, right? But the secret message is, I fucking hate you. And I want you to leave my boyfriend alone or whatever <laughs> whatever, the, whatever the secret message is. There's something there. It's, it's a way to meet someone new and like create the story that you want. Yeah. I met this, I met this Gemini the other day. Toothpaste bitch. <laughs> uh, she's telling her, her real friends that don't they don't particularly believe it you know i think it is maybe that that shared thing like you said where mostly between people that you don't particularly know that well where you can't have let's call it a real conversation you know you can't have that sort of maybe deeper conversation so you go look taurus bulls fish bitch because like, it normally seems to be passing judgment on people for no other reason than when they were born. Like, come on. Absolutely. Or making an excuse for yourself. Like, I, I know that my uh, my ex was a Gemini. Uh, still is. She's still alive. Uh, <laughs> glad to say <laughs> she is. Both, both of her personalities are still alive. And she uh, uh, she used it as an excuse. She, she was she's like, oh, I'm really cute and really nice, and then suddenly I'm really dark and, and angry and don't cross me. And that became her her way of kind of yeah, you know, giving an ex- excuse for for behaving that way. Uh, well, one hundred percent. My girlfriend is the same at the moment. Uh, bulls just tell the truth. Well, right, okay, sometimes you maybe need to rein it in a little bit, but and maybe <laughs> not just be that forward. But yeah, that is 100% true, Alex. They use it as an excuse for being fucking forward. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Because that's what you want. Otherwise, no one questions it. If you're doing the good side of, of your star sign, uh, you can also say, oh, it's because I'm this, you know. Uh, but yeah, that's when you need it, right? That's when it's a little something up your sleeve to say, oh, sorry. Yeah. Oh. I, don't we, I don't think we get this much conversation about astrology. And uh, you picked a sort of sub subject, which was horror. Sort of flung that in there. Is that something you're particularly interested in, or again, was it just something you thought you would throw out there and and see if I bit? Yeah, I mean, I guess it's because I'll get. I'll tell you the honest reason why. Because uh, again, I looked at the th- the thing and I thought, oh yeah, well, I can. You know, I said I I remembered this joke about astrology and connected to that, and then uh, my joke that I've put online that's done the best on my TikTok got a bit of heat on my TikTok is about horror movies and, and and I wanted to it's actually good because uh you're Scottish I'm English now in my my bit is basically it's based around the idea that British people 
Now we're both British, but we're from uh, different, you know, different sides, different uh, heritage, different lines. There's always always something about that, right? Um, British people aren't scared of horror movies because literally life here has been miserable uh, over the years. You know, I, I feel like there was something there, and it was just a bit that I did, and then it got on people. Pe- it got to people in TikTok. A lot of people being like, "Yeah, I agree." You know, nothing's as miserable as like Ashford in Kent on a rainy day or something like that. <laughs> um, so I obviously want to see whether you find horror films scary, how you feel about those. And um, yeah. Yeah. Don't like them. Never have. Um, last horror film that I sort of enjoyed would have been It. The first oh, one. Oh yeah. The, the very first the original. one. The, the original. The original, yeah. But again, that's because I watched that when I was 11, 12. Yeah. So it scared the absolute living bejesus out of me. That and uh, Freddy Krueger one, him with the big fingers. The, yeah, knife yeah, yeah. fingers again watched that when i was too young probably i think i maybe sneaked off to, into the bedroom um to watch oh, yeah. it by myself and i ended up running back into the living room in tears because johnny depp's in the very first one and there's a bit where he's having he a is. dream and it sort of cuts out of the dream and he's just floating about the room getting stabbed like just floating about with blood going everywhere and that one scene probably about 30 years ago now i am yeah well, no, I wasn't six when I was watching. I'm thirty six, but twenty five years ago, you know, that has that has ingrained in my mind. Maybe I get put off when I was younger. Uh, my girlfriend. That's knows. the golden era, though. That is the golden era. I'm the same. I'm thirty five. So going to the video shop, which of course is is gone uh, for the most part. Go to the video shop. And you're walking around, whatever, looking for some Disney or some, you know, something, something like that. And you see Hellraiser on the shelf. Uh, or, or it was another one that really scared me. It, it, you know, Hellraiser's got the pinhead with the pins pinhead. coming out of his head. And, and it's uh, like Tim Curry is that clown and he's looking around the corner. And it's just like, oh, my God, this is this forbidden thing that you're not allowed to watch. You know in there is something so terrifying that it's going to give you nightmares. You want to watch it, but you're also absolutely terrified of it. That Those are the, one, the golden years of horror. Again, is I just be, is, yeah, it might just be an age thing, but, you know, a nostalgia thing, looking through. I've literally got a bloody eye. I've got eye strain um, because I've been working so much the last sort of, month or so so i'm literally looking through bleary eyes but yeah looking back i think it's just a nostalgia buzz because i imagine in 10 15 years people will be saying was it get out was the sort of big one recently or things like that. they'll be saying look that was when horror was horror not what's out now so yeah maybe i always wonder about that I, I, same thing is with music is is how will we have will we have the same attitude with music as we move on over those years uh so in some degree yeah i mean i, I i'm already getting to the point where music now doesn't make that much sense to me anymore even the music from five years ago and then 10 years ago and then 20 years ago it separated by my age you know the, the the more recent it gets the more i'm like i don't understand why people like this but with movies the thing you the way you access it now any kid could watch horror and terrifying things on youtube or on netflix like without any there's no barrier you don't have to get an older brother to get it for you you don't have to sneak it steal it all those things that that's kind of the 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 basis of it and also vhs films right with the old school effects 
when you've got everything's done physically, there's no computers involved. It's like Johnny Depp on a wire in a dark sound stage, and like the the sound effects are put on there, <laughs> getting stabbed, ketchups coming out. <laughs> There's no substitute for that because you know it's kind of real. It's not real, but you know that there's physical stuff happening, whereas it's not just, uh, you know, computerized on the green yeah. screen. Maybe a little bit more psychological nowadays, some of it, rather than just a straight-up goot. I'm going to come in your dreams and stab you with my fingers. That's pretty scary, but it's maybe more psychological and a little bit more twisted nowadays, and maybe that's what, I don't know, I'm going to sound like an old man shouting at the clouds, but I feel a little bit sorry for kids nowadays, um, just because of society, basically, and the, the sort of where they live. It's It can be pretty rubbish at times, but is it just is it a symptom of that? Do you know what I'm trying to get at? Where there's just... Oh, yeah. They can't... Like, my attention span is bad, as I, I was, again, lucky, in inverted commas, to have been a young teenager and went out and played played hide and seek, played football, that sort of stuff. But yeah, I'm not going down that road. We don't want to sound like middle-aged men, particularly right at no, the No, we would not want to sound like <laughs> what we actually are. That would be terrible. That would be awful. No, yes. you're right. It's a well-trodden path, isn't it? It's a well-trodden path. And um, and then, yeah, those kids are great. They got they got it all. They'll, get, they'll, get, they'll be fine. Talking about technology, um, Microsoft Word, do you think if... You're in Microsoft Word and you're typing away and you type the word astrology. Do you think it should just default to Comic Sans font because it's fucking ridiculous? I would love that if there were a legal restriction on fonts you can use for certain words. I think I think that's really important. Every subject is just designated its level of importance and it's like, yeah, that's all comic sans, everything there. <laughs> and so you know you look at the you look at the article that you're reading or whatever it is and you're like, you can see it changed to comic sans and I'm just gonna stop there. Yeah. But Split here the in Times New Roman I know that this is important. <laughs> that I've got to read this. Yeah. The Sun newspaper which <laughs> like Jesus Sun newspapers limited only to Comic Sans. Well, I wonder what their font's called. I've never seen Wingdings. We'd be as well looking at Wingdings rather than trying to make sense of some of the garbage that they put in there. Has anyone ever done a book in Wingdings? Someone must have done. Yes, I know there's a book in Emojis, and it was quite a famous book. I think it might have been the one with the big whale. Oh, Um, Moby Dick. Moby Dick, yes. I think it's in Moby Dick. Yeah, the whole, the whole thing was in, maybe in Moby Dick, it was, it was definitely a classic of the genre, Huckleberry Finn, maybe one of those. Something of that weight, yeah. Something that of that weight, yeah, and they decided to just emoji the life right out of it. We've been speaking for a while, Alex, were you born in May? Was I born in May? Born in December. Right. What, my nah, astro- with my sign? I just, I just fucking made up, man. I don't know. <laughs> what, is, what is May? May's got to be... Um, I'm I don't a, even know. I am a, I'm a Gemini, but I'm also, according to my girlfriend, on the border. So I'm the 24th, which is in between Gemini and the one next to that, whatever that is. So, according to my girlfriend, not only can I be... It's not two-faced, that's not the way she'd describe me because I'm not a two-faced person, but sort of 
quick to anger. You know, I can sort of flip pretty quickly. Move things. And yeah. that's be- not only because of Gemini and the, the two wee twins, but because I'm so close to the the border. Aries? I don't, I, you could say anything, man, and I have no, don't know. Couldn't tell know. you. That's the whole area I don't really know. Between, like, I have no idea in that, that area. Cancer's after Gemini. But I know because that's my well, my last girlfriend was Gemini. My current girlfriend's Cancer, uh, so I'm building up. I'm building up the zodiac by women. So um, maybe in the next few years, um, I'll be able to complete the whole thing. Um, well, that sounds like you're a bit of a plower. Then you go through quite a lot of women, Alex. No, the plow. That is also a sign. Uh, that is also a, <laughs> a constellation. So yeah, that's my zodiac sign, the thirteenth sign, Mister Plow. Um, no, I, 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 these are both these are both long term uh, girlfriends. So I wouldn't I wouldn't know the star signs of any of the uh, the supporting cast as <laughs> <say. laughs> yeah. the, the, yeah. the cameos over See, the years. Before you before you get in the taxi, can you just uh, write down your star sign? What's your name yeah. again? Yeah, I need to know your rising and your moon <laughs> before you go. Here's Please. some here's cash. Oh yeah, uh, I won't get to sleep. No, yeah, I, I'm not. In fact, I will. I'm already sleeping. Bye. Thanks. <laughs> we should. Oh, that man. No, we just sounded like two horrible people. I really did. Oh, apologise yeah, if there's so anybody. Easy. It's so easy it's to offend. So easy to get in there, isn't it? And say and sound horrible. So easy for me. But don't get me wrong. I'm pretty confident of my audience metrics. It is eighty-five percent millennial males. So. I think we're in pretty safe ground, to be perfectly honest with you. Yeah. Uh, in horror movies, uh, the big guy with the machete comes. Why don't people just phone the police? Where are the police? That's yes. a great question. Yeah. And what is their defence against machetes? Because the, <laughs> <laughs> the machete is is a it's a horror weapon of choice. You'd think you'd be able to shoot the guy, but um, <laughs> no, I don't know if I've ever seen police in 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 the ship but there's always somewhere where there's no police and this is why it doesn't work right because because my my joke right my bit and but if you're listening go to alex camp comedy on tiktok it's a l x x c x m p because i never keep it simple comedy um and you can see the bit there or it's on my youtube uh, on my my special and it's about you know british people don't find it scary but americans do you know i say Amer- uh, you see a big scary house and all that stuff uh, to british uh, to americans that's scary to british that's sunday that's that's my line and in america they've got all these places where the the police don't go but where, where the black people don't live <laughs> it's where the police can't be bothered there because there's no black people to taunt and 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 beat and do horrible things to. Uh, it's it's a, always a lake placid or a you know a picket fancy place where there's no police, right? Everything you know, They should work. Work a bit harder, shouldn't they? And not only the like the police should definitely get involved my next question was actually i had a list of questions here i was going to ask if you were born in june then july and then go all the way through it but um you burst my bubble by telling me <laughs> december man so we're just going to skip that question first rule of comedy don't uh, expect anything of the audience well that's it like when we're speaking about like the the guy with a machete um that right you're scared of him how many times have you just been sitting in your house and you hear a creak or something happening next door 
you're in by yourself and you don't do anything, just sit on the computer and TikTok or, or go on Twitter, you just keep doing what you're doing, you would you would be getting chopped up pretty quickly. Well, I would anyway. That's that's basically my life, hearing a weird noise and not doing anything about it. I mean, we went on a holiday to uh, to Wales the uh, the other week. And my, my missus is American, so she's enamored with little cottages and things like that. She's, she seems to be desperate to go to a little cottage for ages. So we, we rent this beautiful little cottage out in the middle of nowhere, right? What you forget is that in the middle of nowhere in Wales, there's all kinds of fucking weird noises because it's completely silent. And every time a sheep makes any, like, steps on a twig, it's like, and you're like, ah! And there's people in the distance, in the valleys, right? Somebody's having a party, playing music, on a, having a fire miles away on the other side of the valley. You can hear it. You're that you're crack, like, that yeah. crackling, yeah. Whatever it is. And the, you, we're sitting there in this old uh, this old stone cottage <laughs> trying to get to sleep, and it's like, <laughs> I'm coming. Absolutely... <laughs> yeah, exactly. That was just us. Um, There's a Scottish was... guy outside. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What are you doing in there? What's happening? You didn't need help. <laughs> That's not a machete I've got. <laughs> don't worry about that. It's not a machete, you know. <laughs> I don't know why I'm putting on a Scottish accent. <laughs> I'm actually from Scotland. Yeah, I can just speak normally. Yeah, it's not a machete I've got, Alex. Tap, tap, tap. Yeah, for sure. Oh. <laughs> You know what? One of the weirdest moments was when I went into my parents' garage and found a rusty old machete in there, and I just thought, "Okay, <laughs> I know my dad's a bit of a, a bit of an odd character, but um, didn't have him pegged for a serial killer. Never um, a jungle explorer, and he's never saw him days. explore any jungles uh, in in you know rural South Oxfordshire, but." Um, <laughs> There was a rusty old machete there, and, and they had a lot of excuses and alibis, and I'm still still reserving judgment until I find the bodies. But, yeah. uh, it was an interesting one. My dad had a gun, right? And I thought, like, I, I was much, much younger, and I thought, like, he's got a gun. It turned out it was a starting pistol, um, because <laughs> he used to do, he was quite into horse racing, and that's how they used to start horse races, was with starting pistols. But it looked like a real proper revolver. And I thought, I thought my dad was, you ever had a Bible, John? I said, my, my, dad, wait a minute, my dad died a long time ago, right? But Bible John was a, a killer in Glasgow who used to go to the Barrowlands dancing. And my dad would have been like 85 if he was still alive. So I kind of had it in my head. He was Bible John because he never got caught. I don't know if you've ever thought your dad... Li- I know, well, you found a machete, so you must have... Like, <laughs> I was going to say, I thought that's the closest anyone came to thinking their dad was a serial killer, but uh, you had a specific guy in mind. Um, I love yeah. it. I'm going to have to check out uh, my dad's whereabouts over the years. and um, or, or it was just my mum, because I could actually see that a bit more. She's a bit more emotional. <laughs> Again, in horror movies, when you're sitting watching them and people start moving towards the noise. You, you'll sit there and go, oh, no, don't do that. But in the movie reality, they're just living a normal life and people don't believe in ghosts and haunting and stuff like that. So why wouldn't they just go towards that noise? I think you should always go towards some noise. Unless it's the Scottish guy outside. 
No, I reckon just get get to him, find out what he's got. You know, then you know might have some uh, might have some drugs uh, if he's a Scottish guy outside of Welsh cottage. You know, <laughs> most probably. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not being stereotyped, but he might do. Uh, at least he's got a bottle of bug fast on him. Watch this. You're not going to do this. <laughs> and there it is. It's the Bucky. As my brother loves that. It's, it's well big here in Manchester. Everyone's always... Uh, it was something that I... The um, growing up on the mean streets of Glasgow, I was a, I was wet behind the ears. I couldn't fake sleep. But I did get into the, the Buckfast when I was much younger. And it's something that's kind of stuck with me all those years. It is. It's pretty disgusting, to be perfectly honest with you. It's like... Most people that try it will never try it again. But as a 14, 13 year old, if you didn't drink it, you would get called names, basically. <laughs> <laughs> so you sort of get used to it um, over over the years, man. Talking about scary things, um, can you imagine like a, a dead fast sloth like coming right at you with that scared loving shit out of you? Oh man, my fa- uh, one of my favorite things is like giant prehistoric animals, and there's the giant sloth. I forget what it's called. Um, I'm going to look it up quickly. When when I look at my phone, by the way, I, I was I was looking up book in wingdings. Right, I'm going to have to open a new window so that we can still get that answer. Um, but like, imagine that if there's a giant sloth coming at you, fast or slow, giant ground sloth, Megatherium. That's yeah, the name of it. I think you used to get giant armadillos as well. Fucking hell. So good. Do you remember that? There was that walking with dinosaurs on, on the BBC. And then they had walking with um, walking with monsters or walking with beasts or something like that. Yes. Um, I feel like a, yeah. a documentary. Normally, especially if David Attenborough is involved, obviously. Um, You've got to get Attenborough. You've got to get Attenborough in. Although he's going way more... Uh, more and more kind of um, guilt trip every time, uh, which is fine. He hasn't got long left. He's got to get his message out there. Uh, but every time they see a new Attenborough, it's like uh, 10 minutes and then 15 and then 20 minutes at the end being like, you have to sort your shit out. You've got to stop burning the earth and stop stop breaking the earth. And then it's like, well, you know, you could you could go and talk to the corporations about that, David. You've got their ear, David. Don't come to my house in my, and trick me in with some cute animals and then have a massive go at me for putting my recycling out late. Come on, David. <laughs> there was, yeah, I remember there was a bit of an uproar about some of his programmes because they were highly edited and they'd maybe cut in animals at the zoo or whatever in with real-life things. What to make a fucking television show? Like, yeah. why are you surprised <laughs> about that? Like, I wouldn't be surprised if David went out and brought a tin of four cans by himself, took the plastic thing off, and just threw it on the turtle himself, like that. <laughs> and then took a picture of it because that seems to be the thing. Everybody hates them. The the wee plastic things that hold your four yeah. your four tins together. The four the tins real together. Evil. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but you know, how are you gonna keep your tins together? Otherwise they will get separated and then you won't know where your tins are. That's that's hard. 
that's hard. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I don't want turtles to be caught in any kind of plastic rings. No, no, not no, I, I don't. I'm going to put that out there right now. I decidedly do not want turtles to be caught in any plastic rings unless it's an inflatable rubber ring that the turtle chooses to use for fun. Yeah. Or if there was a choice, I'm going to tie you up or tie that turtle up. Just tie the turtle up then, mate, if you don't mind. Tie me. I mean, I could get out of a fucking plastic <laughs> ring. Do you know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not a shitty turtle. Like, turtles are beautiful, but, like, they're also fucking stupid, slow, and unable to get off their back or do anything else. Like, you know. Yeah. The only reason they're still about is because they're extremely hard to eat. <laughs> Other than that, they're shit animals, really. Yeah. I've had them really tasty. Like, I wonder. Yeah, that was um pretty sure that was a thing. Like they were trying to bring them back when they went to the Galapagos many hundred years ago, but they never brought any back because they got they just tasted really t- really good. So they ate them all before they got back. Pretty sure. While we're on animals, just to wrap it up, I ask everyone no, the same right. question: Have you ever seen a baby pigeon? I saw a dead baby bird. Um. On the street, in the middle of the street, we're talking a big city here, major metropolitan uh, metropolitan area, close to the middle, and it fallen down. I'll see if I can get it up, but I probably won't be able to find it in time. But it fallen to the street, and it was splayed out like this, just born, like tiny, giant eyes, no feathers whatsoever, and um, I'm pretty sure it was a pigeon, but it was dead. So, a dead bird of non-specific variety. Mm. Non-specific variety, but we're talking the middle of the city here. We're not. It's not in a mm. park. Not. We're not in. Uh, it's not a bald eagle yeah. area. No, I mean it would have been way bigger to be a bald eagle. This was a small bird. I'm seeing if I can find it now. Um, I think it's coming up. I think it's here. It is. Look. I mean, that's a pigeon, isn't it? Well, you have now. Look, it's a dead one from a couple of years ago. <laughs> it kind of, you know, <laughs> a dead kind Japanese of like one. It kind of looks like it's walking a little bit, you know. Well, yeah, if I was to <laughs> put it in that position, if I was like, I'm going to make this thing walk. <laughs> Imagine if I put, I just was there listening to like the bangles, like, do, 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 and putting him in the correct position to be a little. What about stop animation? You'd be. What's oh that? yeah, I should have. What is that guy doing over there? <laughs> in oh. the middle of the street <laughs> yeah. as well. Just like, <laughs> stop motion putting some wires in there like fucking Nick Park, Wallace and Gromit. <laughs> yeah. Well, Japanese people would stare at me and think I'm weird anyway, so it doesn't really make a difference. <laughs> I could have was, easily done that. How was Japan? Um, I know you're yeah, special. I think your special is called a smoking ban. For Tokyo, is that right? The- yeah, yeah, it's just because you can still smoke over there in uh, in bars and, and restaurants and stuff. And they were having a bit of a thing about it for the, for the Olympics. And, uh, yeah, I just, uh, you know, got in there. The, if my, my special is that I've got on YouTube, if anyone's watching this, please go and watch it. It's all right. It's pretty good. It's all right. I'm not good. It's not the best you'll see, but it's not the worst. It is free. Um, and yeah, a lot of it's about Japan and living there and that kind of thing. But it's still funny for anyone. Yeah, uh, what I'll do, Alex, is I will put links to your Twitter, your Facebook, Instagram, 
I'll probably put your link tree in there as well because then yeah. people can find all sorts of shit. Your TikTok, your YouTube, yeah. X, Y, and Z, oh, yeah. and they can give you a little bit little follow because if I had listened to this not knowing us, I'd kind of want to listen to you, mate. I thought it was good. I enjoyed it. It was a good, a good laugh. Namaste. Namaste. <laughs> <laughs> Are you coming no, out thanks, to man. play, Alex? <laughs> You're local yeah. drug dealer, obviously, because I'm from Glasgow, and that's all we do. Yes. Yeah, that's the stereo, <laughs> that's the stereotype. All right. Yeah, it's pretty true. I know. I was going. To, I was going to maybe dip myself in the shit there and say I know lots of drug dealers. <laughs> I very much used to, and half a lifetime ago, um, but. Yeah. yeah, I stay away from Not that anymore. type of uh, that type of yeah. businessman these days. Also, yes, try and keep my distance. That's it. Yes, you can spy them a mile away. Yeah, yeah. carrying big bags <laughs> like this. <laughs> Anybody want any drugs? Do you? All right. Would you like a few of this crack, mate? <laughs> that is it. That's all right. Yeah, that's us. Thanks very much for joining me, mate. Enjoyed it. Thanks, mate. I enjoyed it too. Uh, right, guys, this was, uh, if I remember right, hosted on Captivate, recorded on Squadcast, and arranged on Matchmaker. We will speak to you soon. That was a Quite the Thing media production.